Every time I go to start this podcast, I just really want to be like, ding, 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 ding. Yes. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Hayden Podcast. A, am not even going to say weekly podcast anymore because I can't stick to that schedule. Apparently I have a co-host today and it's one of my cats. I actually have a cat right here, which is funny because we're talking about pet stories today. Um, I was sitting thinking of some ideas for podcasts and I wrote down like a bunch. So I have like a few podcasts planned, but this one um, I wanted to do first because anyone that has pets knows that every single day with pets is just, <laughs> it's, it's something. All right. Um, So I wanted to start off by talking about one of my cats, or I guess technically my mom's cat back in the UK. Now, this was a few years ago, and (laughs) to this day, it's still maybe one of the funniest things I've ever had, or funniest experiences I've ever had with a pet, because it was a lot. (laughs) So... A little bit of a preface to this story. I floss my teeth every day. um, And the bathroom garbage can at my mom's house was an open-topped one. We soon learned after this to get one that had a lid. But uh, yeah, it was just like kind of one of those open... It kind of looked like like those generic waste paper baskets. It was just for like bathroom stuff, like empty shampoo bottles and stuff. And in my case, dental floss. So (laughs) keep that in mind. So one day I'm sitting in my bedroom and my mom calls me into her room. So I go in and I'm like, what is it? (laughs) And she wanted me to look at the cat who was sitting at the bottom of her bed. And I look at her, Elena, that's the name of the cat. I'm like, what? She's just cleaning herself. And my mom's like, no, no, just wait. (laughs) Oh, and we have a cat on the table. Um, So my mom's like, no, no, just wait. So I look at the cat again. I watch her for a couple more minutes, and I'm like, she's just cleaning herself. And she stops, and she looks at me, but her mouth is sitting open a little bit. Now, if you don't know, cats do that when they smell something that they like. So my mom and I found it hilarious because we're like, this little freak's sitting enjoying the smell of her own coochie or something. (laughs) And um, so we laugh at that. I go back to my room. And I do, I God knows, just whatever. A few hours go by, and I hear my mom downstairs, and she's, like, yelling. Not, like, screaming, but, like, she's like, no, no, stop, come here, come here, stop. (laughs) And I'm like, what is this commotion? What is going on downstairs? So I go down, and uh, when I tell you um, the scene I was met with, I was not prepared for. I don't know if there is any preparation for this kind of scene, but... It happened, so, and I just want to preface this again. My mom's kitchen is light, like, all the walls are light-colored, light-colored paint, and the cabinets are all light, too, and in the UK, it's fairly common to have your laundry stuff, so your washer and dryer in the kitchen, too, like, under the counters, so those are white, too. (laughs) Keep that in mind. Um, so I walk in and my mom is yelling and chasing the cat and, oh, my cats are decided they're going to fight. 
Um, so my mom's yelling at the cat and she's chasing her around the kitchen. And I'm like, what is tied to the cat's tail? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can see where this is going, but um, I stand for uh, just just a few seconds because this this whole thing happened in just a few seconds. But I stand there and I'm looking, I'm going, what is attached to the cat's tail? And then I go, oh, no. <laughs> so remember how I said the bathroom garbage can was open topped? Yeah, so the cat ate some, ate some dental floss <laughs> and pooped it out. <laughs> but it didn't fully come out. Like it didn't, like she didn't poop it out and it was sitting in the litter box. She clearly pooped it out and it was still inside her, but also hanging out. And the worst part is... <laughs> She's running around with this piece of floss hanging out her butt. And um, there's a, there's no nice way to say this. There's a clump of shit attached to the end of the floss. <laughs> so that's clearly what she pooped out. But the floss was in there. <laughs> it's so gross. It's so freaking gross. She was running around the kitchen with a clump of shit on her as if she was a tetherball. <laughs> it's... Uh... Now, remember I said um, the kitchen was light, or some of the appliances were white, too. Yeah, she ran around, and because my mom was chasing her, she was running. It's dragging along the floor, leaving, like, little brown smears. <laughs> and as my mom kind of corners her, she, like, does, like, a little, like, jolt to the side, and it swings <laughs> and hits off of the cabinets. <laughs> So not only is there, like, skid marks on the floor, but every time she ran by a kitchen cabinet, it kind of swung behind her and smacked off the doors and the appliances. So there was smears pretty much all over the kitchen. And as soon as I see what's going on, um, my mom chasing the cat, I don't know what she was going to do. She was going to, like, yank it out of her ass like she was a party popper i don't know but um my mom starts yelling at me she she's like what this is your fault you let the cat eat dental floss i'm like i didn't i didn't like well i couldn't even say this i was trying to say i didn't let her eat dental floss she just found dental floss and decided to eat it but i was doubled over laughing like i could not breathe and it makes it even funnier looking back because when my mom had called me into her bedroom to look at the cat because she had her mouth open. Clearly, <laughs> this little meow meow um, was enjoying the smell of the mint dental floss that was about to make an appearance. <laughs> Which is really weird, too, because normally cats don't really like the smell of mint. But maybe it was just because it was a new smell <laughs> coming from her area. And maybe it was because it smelled minty instead of shitty <laughs> i don't know actually this one cat elena she eventually did start to i don't know if this caused it but she did develop a sort of like for mint things um we had like mint tea and she would always come over and try and drink it um if you left like a pack of mint gum she would steal it like trying to like eat it and stuff so we had to be really careful and after that whole ordeal my mom went out and bought a garbage can with a lid on it for the bathroom because she did not want to relive that situation again. <laughs> and actually, funnily enough, 
it did happen again. Not as extreme. She managed to catch her quickly this time. I think after that experience, anytime my mom saw the cat leave the litter box, she just like kind of double checked. But the next time that it happened, it wasn't dental floss. It was the cat ate my mom's, like, a piece of my mom's hair, apparently. I don't know if she, like, ate it off the floor, ate it off of a bed or whatever, but it was a piece of my mom's hair. And I still remember my mom describing to me pulling it out of the cat's ass and it snapping the hair. It's just so freaking gross. That is just... It's not an experience you ever want to have, and I would not wish it upon anyone else. And my mom made me clean the kitchen, because to this day, she still blames me. I was like, I just flossed my teeth. I didn't, like, feed her dental floss. Pretty sure if I tried to feed the cat mint dental floss, she wouldn't have enjoyed it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one little happy memory of my mom's cats. She's That cat's still alive. Um, God, she must be... I think we got them in 2011, so that's what, 10? 10 this year? Jeez, that's crazy. (laughs) Well, speaking of cats, I currently have three, my husband and I. Um, My husband had one cat before we met, and was this 2018? Damn, three years ago. Feels like yesterday. In 2018, we, because we had one cat, Simon, um my husband's uh we had went to the pet store we were just getting like general i think we were getting some cat food and i think we were going to get the spot on flea treatment like the stuff you put on the back of their neck just to like just routine routine cat stuff anyone that has a cat knows and we walk into this pet store and right at the door they have these cages and there were so many kittens there must have been like at least 20 kittens not all in one cage there's a bunch of cages there was like I think like five or six in each cage and then a couple of like solo cats in little cages those are like foster cats that like i don't know people abandoned or just couldn't take care of anymore but like we looked at the kittens because the big cats well we didn't as i said we didn't even go to the store to look at cats it's just that we saw them we were like oh, cats <laughs> um so we looked at all of them we looked at the big cats the foster cats and stuff too but they all needed homes that didn't have other cats so we're like oh this doesn't work for us And when we were looking at this and we're reading the signs anyway, it wasn't that we were like, oh, we're going to get a cat. We were just like reading the signs and stuff. And then we saw all the kittens and stuff. And we're like, oh my God, they're so cute. And we're like putting our like fingers in the cages and stuff because you can't, you can even open them. Um, This one pet store too has, I think, two big ginger cats that just walk around the pet store. Like they just roam. (laughs) I think it's like the owner's cats or whatever. They've had them for, well, I've been coming to Canada for like six years this year and they've always had them. So... Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, so yeah, we looked at the kittens and then we eventually were like, oh, okay, we have to go like get our stuff, like our flea treatment and cat food. I think we bought like a couple toys and stuff too. And we check out and then as we're leaving, we're like, oh my God, the cats, they're just so cute. <laughs> and we, we left, we left the pet store and we got in the car, the cars were right outside so we could still see the kittens. And um, we were just getting ready to, like, drive again, so we were, like, getting music and stuff ready on, like, whoever's phone was plugged into the ox and stuff. And um, I think we were going to order food, too, so we were, like, planning, like, are we going to pick up or deliver? This was back before the pandemic when things were somewhat normal. (laughs) And, um, sorry, my throat 
is being very weird. I hope it is not COVID. I don't think it's COVID. I haven't left the house in so long. Um, <clears throat> so we're sitting in the car and my husband, I think my husband, yeah, it was him. He was, Brandon was getting ready to like order food in his phone. And I'm sitting just looking at these kittens going, oh my God, they're so cute. They're so freaking cute. I want them. And it was all little black kittens. And I just love black cats at this point too. Um, my mom has a really big black cat in Scotland. I was like, oh my God, I really want a little like black cat for over here. I wanted to get Simon a little friend. And we're like, no, we can't do it. And long story short, five minutes later, we were back in that pet store. And the guy that was working, because I think he was working himself, um, he's like, you had to come back and get the cats. I was like, yeah, we're kind of looking. And um, we were sitting, and there was two in particular that really stood out to us, and it's the two we ended up getting. Because we were trying to decide between them at first, and it's crazy to think of a possibility of us getting one and not the other, because like now there are little babies. So we're looking at two of them, and one is crazy. One is running around the pet store, not the pet store, <laughs> running around the cage, like climbing the walls. There's a couple of layers to each cage, so it's like they have like area to like, or they have space to run and stuff. We're looking at that little crazy one. We're like, oh, this one's so cute. He's like a fluffy cat as opposed to like a kind of short-haired cat. And then we're looking at this one little cute short-haired cat who's like really, he looks really like docile and affectionate and stuff. And he's sitting, he's just looking at us all cute. And we're like, oh, do we get the kind of like the crazy fun one? Or do we get the kind of like, not timid, just like he seemed more mellow. And I think they were, they were all boys. I think there was maybe two, one or two girls, but I think there was like seven in this one like cage. It was like a, it was like a big cage. It was like the height of me. So like five, I want to say five, eight. I don't actually know what height I am, but um, it had like three or four levels. So it was like a massive cage. They had plenty of room for like just seven little kittens. And we're like, oh, what do we do? And I'm like, I talked to Brandon and he's like, He's like, we should just get both. And I was like, we can't get both. Like, that's crazy. They're going to grow into, like, big cats. We're going to have three big cats. And looking back, like, I'm like, that's nothing. And especially because I grew up in my mom's house. And she had, when I, when we were growing up, we only had one cat. And then at some point, my mom just suddenly started getting cats every year as if it was an annual thing. My mom has six cats now. And at one point, she had six that's like the maximum she's reached so far but she also feeds strays so it's kind of like six but also an extra few outside um so it's so funny for me to be like oh that's too many to get two more cats when we already have one but um i was like no we have to get one and we're standing for like 20 minutes and i think the pet store only had like an hour left and eventually I was like, just, I said to Brandon, I'm like, just you pick, because I can't pick, and we go over, because the way it works is you have to sign, like, papers, you don't just, you, don't, you can't just take the cats, you have to, like, sign papers, they go over it, they will call you back if they think you're, like, eligible, um, so it's basically just asking, like, if you have any other pets, do you have, like, a, your own place and stuff, so, just so they know that you're a responsible person that could take care of these animals, and, um... <laughs> I was standing behind Brandon, and the dude's like, oh, so did you, like, pick one? Because they all had these little, like, collar things on, just so they can identify them. And he's like, yeah, I think we're going to get two. And I'm like, oh, shit. Part of me was like, oh, no, two cats. This is going to be a lot. And then the other part of me was like, but we're getting two more cats. <laughs> so 
Long story short, Brandon filled out two forms. We said which ones we got. The two that we were talking about, the one that was kind of crazy and the one that was like really mellow. And we got them. <laughs> we got the call back, I think like the next day. And they're like, yeah, you can come like pick these up if you want. And we did. And we named them Salem and Hades. And what's really funny is Salem was the one that was really like calm and timid in the, or calm and like docile, I guess in the cage and Hades was the one that was running around like crazy and then when we got them home it was like a full 180 Hades is like so quiet and timid even to this day he is like really calm and mellow compared to Salem who is freaking he's a demon he will just run around screaming at walls jumping up walls just crazy basically doing what the other one or Hades was doing in the cage so it was really crazy for us to be like okay I guess they decided to switch roles (laughs) but um yeah, now we have three cats, and we do want more, but we can in this apartment. I think you're allowed up to, I think it's six cats, but, like, it's too much. Like, our apartment's pretty spacious, but I feel like if we got more animals, it would become too much. So, like, maybe when we get a house, eventually, we will get more um, pets. And I know Brandon wants a dog, so it's like, we're going to end up at the zoo. <laughs> I'm down for it. I love pets. <laughs> so when we signed those papers when we were getting the cats, it was basically... Like I said, they were just wanting to find out, like, what kind of house you lived in, if you had, like, space for cats, if it's your place and everything. Just just to clarify that, like, you're responsible. But another thing that it also has on it is it's an agreement to make sure that you get your cats neutered. It's, I don't know if it's, like, for some sort of, like, issue where people are, like, letting their cats just over, over, what is it, over breeding overcrowding i don't know it's just it's part of the deal basically when you get these cats that you have to get them neutered um (laughs) and we knew right away because of hades's temperament he was going to be a nightmare to not only get in the pet carrier but like for other people to try and handle him because he really does not like anyone that isn't me or Brandon. Even when Brandon's like mom has been here, he just just does not like her. He like will run away. He's a really timid cat, which is crazy because like I said, in the pet store, he was the one that was like running around all crazy. He didn't seem fearful when the the dude like lifted him out of the cage and everything. He seemed totally normal, but for some reason he just kind of did a full 180 and nothing bad has ever happened to him. Like it's not like um our apartment's loud or anything it's just he just was different i don't know (laughs) um but even like if people knock at the door and stuff and salem does this too if someone knocks at the door both of the cats will hide and i don't know why it's just it's just how they are they just don't like people but (laughs) so the morning of the appointment where salem and hades were gonna go get neutered it was chaos. So Salem was easy enough. Salem is like a little baby. He does not mind being picked up, being handled, anything. So Salem, it was literally just like pick him up and put him in the carrier. That was it. Close the door over. And because the carrier that we had was so big, we we checked ahead too that this was okay. We just put both in them because like I said, they were pretty small cats. Um, and we checked with the clinic that we were taking them to like to make sure that was okay to bring them in or did we have to get separate ones. And they were like, no, that's fine. So we got Salemen. Hades was was not easy. Um, Hades was... <laughs> I'm just going to say, Hades was a fucking nightmare. Um, 
we as soon as he saw us put Salem in the carrier, this was our first mistake. We should have put him in or should put Hades in first. When we saw when he saw us put Salem in the carrier, he was like, oh, no, I'm not going in there. So he was running around. He was hiding under couches and stuff. And because he was still so small, he could get under things like dressers. So it was just a freaking nightmare. He was I think it took us like a good 45 minutes just to like get him because we didn't want to scare him too like that was the thing because he was so timid we didn't want to like run and chase after him because that would have like traumatized him so we're like trying to be really calm and try and coax him out from under things and it'd be like okay come on out and he would slowly come out and then when you go to pick him up he'd be like nope and shoot to the other side of the apartment so it was just it was crazy and eventually we did manage to i think we used treats we tricked him um, we got him out with some treats and then I grabbed a laser pointer and like did do 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 and got him to go in the carrier. And this whole time Salem's just sitting in the carrier. He's like chilling, he doesn't care, he's like on his little blanket, he's like, Sup, peace. <laughs> so we get there and I hated this because like I just hate pretty much most social interactions. But the way this worked is like it's just such a routine procedure here because anyone that adopts uh like a pet from this not company organization i think that's the better way to say it basically they all have to agree to get their cats neutered because i think it's a big issue here so we walk in and we're thinking like oh there's gonna be like maybe a couple of people no there's like i want to say 20 people also here with their like cats and dogs and stuff actually no just cats there wasn't any dogs i think there was two dogs there but it was like that was unrelated to this um, so there's like a room of like 20 cats. Everyone's got their carriers and stuff. And we're all just kind of standing around and we have to stand for so freaking long. It was like 15, 20 minutes before anyone even came out and started speaking to like the group. That's what I hated. It was like a group thing. It felt like I was in like school again. It's like, Oh, here we go. Meeting new people. So basically this, uh, would you call that a nurse? No. A vet tech? Maybe. Um, <laughs> um, this woman in scrubs, she comes out and she's like, Hey everyone, just gonna like give you a rundown of how today's events are going to go. So they're going to call us in one by one or like pet by pet. So for us, it was two cats. They call you in, you fill like this form out. It's basically like if your cat dies under like the anesthetic, not our fault, which is a morbid thing, but that's just how it works. Um, you fill in that they basically say like we're gonna take the cats we're gonna do the procedure they're gonna get like a little cone on their head <laughs> which was so bad because um we got simon fixed probably like a year before we got the kittens and we got him done at a different vet clinic we got him done at our actual vet clinic but the kittens had to be done at the vet clinic that's registered to this organization so it was a nightmare but simon's the way they did it is they is it sutured? Clauterized? I don't know the exact word, but, like, basically, the incision that they had made, they had sealed with, like, heat. Like, basically burned it shut. Oh, it sounds awful, but, like, it's it's a kind of standard thing. So he didn't need a cone because there was nothing he could, like, lick open. And that's not the case for the boys. They had to get cones because they got stitches that would eventually dissolve. So they were not happy about that, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So... They bring us in, they say, blah, blah, blah. And we say to them, we're like, look, Salem is easy as, like, I'll get out. You can probably just sit him down and he'll go to sleep. <laughs> but Hades doesn't like people. And they're like, oh, it's fine. Like, we we deal with, like, all types of cats. Like, it'll be fine. And I'm like, 
okay, I want you. <laughs> so basically you go away and they call you when your pet's done. It's usually kind of like, I think it was like a couple hours later because they think they do them all because they don't want people coming in and out all the time because it's just like too chaotic. So they basically do them all. Then once your cat like starts to come around, they give it a little bit of food just to make sure everything's all right. And they give us a call and they're like, hey, you can come pick up Salem and Hades now. We're like, awesome. <laughs> and we get there and again, they call us in. They basically just go over like what they did in the routine. They're like, we did this. They've been fed. They're, they seem to be doing fine. You can take them home. The cone has, they tell you like the cone has to stay on for, I think it's four weeks, which it was just, it was chaos. <laughs> I say chaos a lot because it was chaos. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, you guys weren't kidding about Hades being uh, difficult. That was the word they used, difficult. I'm like, I didn't call him difficult. I said he's a nightmare. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, was he like hard to like get to like stay still or whatever? And apparently, <laughs> when they took him out, he was climbing the walls. He, like, they thought they could lift him out, and he jumped out of their arms. He flew and, like, was climbing up the walls, because obviously kittens are so, like, light and have such sharp nails, they can climb up shit. So he was climbing up the walls. He was running around knocking stuff over in this tiny little, like, vet office. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, in the little, the, what's it, the consultation room? And I was like, yep, I don't doubt it. And they said that he was one of the hardest cats that they've ever had to kind of wrangle into submission. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> but um, we eventually took him home. Everything was fine after that. Um, but they did not like the cones, as I'm sure most people that have cats that get any sort of procedure done, they don't really like having a cone on their head. Understandable. I don't think I would like to have a cone on my head for four weeks. But um, it took them, I want to say, at least three out of the four weeks just to kind of get used to it. The cats would, like, try and walk through spaces that they're used to, and they would just bang off of it. Like, a door that's kind of, like, slightly open, they'd be like, poof, and, like, be like, oh, <laughs> poor little thing. <laughs> and another thing that kept happening, we feed our cats on the counters. I know a lot of people hate that because they think their cats are dirty and stuff. But, like, I don't cook on my counter and I always clean my counters daily, so it doesn't matter if my cats go on the counters. I don't care if it's my house. If you don't like it, I don't care. <laughs> so we feed the cats on the counter because it's just easier. And we have a Roomba, too. So it's like if we put stuff on the floor and the Roomba goes on, it's it's just a nightmare. Um, it's also why we don't keep any like water dishes and stuff because our Roomba isn't one of the ones that can detect. You can put down like a strip thing, but like we don't. So it would just... It would be a mess. But um, <laughs> the cats were, they kept trying to jump up on the counter. And because they had the cone, the bottom of their cone would hit off as they try and go up. So they would just kind of bang off the side of the counter. And I felt so bad. I'm like, they're going to break their freaking necks. And another thing they kept doing too, because we keep the, like, the little bowl of like dry food. It's like not pellets. Like little, I don't know, maybe pellets. <laughs> um, the dry food. They, because they were eating it with this comb, the comb was pushing the bowl forward. So the amount of times that I would be like in the bedroom or whatever, and I would just hear like, and it was like the dry food because they're eating out of it. They'd be pushing it off of the counter and then just food everywhere. <laughs> it was a mess. It was three to four weeks of chaos. Eventually, like kind of around the three week mark, I noticed like they weren't banging into stuff as much and they weren't knocking stuff down, but 
it was still, it was just a lot. <laughs> and um, their cones got so dirty. Like, there was always food in them and stuff. Like, I had to clean them, like, every day. I'm like, you guys are so gross. And I had to buy, you know, the shampoo that you brush into cats for? I bought that because, obviously, they can't clean themselves as well. They were kind of, this is the thing, we had to really watch them, too, because Salem would lick at Hades' wound, and Hades would lick at Salem's wound a little bit. So I was like, oh, God. And also Simon. This is the thing with Simon. We did not expect this. Simon got so attached to Hades, like, from the get-go. Like, that was it. Even to this day, it's like Hades is Simon's little baby. (laughs) He always cleans him. He follows him around. They cuddle. And Salem just kind of gets left out sometimes, which I think might be the reason why Salem is so affectionate with me and Brandon. Like, he will cry to get picked up like he would like you can hold him for hours and he'll just sit there and like purr and be all like cuddled into you and he'll rub his head on you but um (laughs) we had to watch simon because obviously simon's like this is my little baby and simon was trying to clean hades too so he was trying to look at the wound and stuff too so it was like we had to kind of really be vigilant and (laughs) that's the thing it was so strange to see simon the way he was because we never expected him to be so affectionate towards the cats. Like, even on the first day, I think he did one little, like, kind of, not even a growl or a hiss or anything. It was like a meow, like a really weird meow when he saw the kittens. And then that was it. Like, he was fine afterwards. He didn't care. And it it's always been Hades that he's been closest to. A lot of the times I was scared that he was going to end up suffocating him because he would just sit on top of him. Like, Hades would be completely under him. I would just see, like, a tail sticking out or an arm sticking out, and I would, like, kind of roll Simon a little bit to check, and Hades would just be, like, popping his little head out, like, huh? <laughs> he's just so cute. Um, and the first, I forgot to say this, too, the first day that we brought Salem and Hades home, they were both a little bit timid, which is to be expected because it's like a new place. It was only for a couple hours, but we turned our back for two minutes and we're like, where is Hades? And he, what he had done is we had, um, it's like a set of metal drawers that are like fabric boxes. He had like crawled in and went to sleep inside one of the drawers. It was just so cute. And Salem as well, he disappeared. And we're like, oh no, where is he? And we checked and he wasn't in the drawers. So we're like, where is he? And what he had done is he had went behind the laundry basket and just lay on the floor. Like, just, I don't know if he was trying to make, like, a little hidey place or whatever, but it was just so cute. They were the cutest little cats ever. But talking about them being kittens is really making me want to get another kitten. So there might be a video on my channel where I'm like, got another cat. (laughs) Um, What else was I going to talk about? I have my notes in front of me here. Uh, Uh (laughs) I was looking at my notes there and I just remembered something that isn't actually on the notes. Uh, (laughs) Again, back in the UK at my mom's house, when we were younger, my brother and I, we had these goldfish, but we didn't realize that they were going to grow up to be like really big goldfish, like kind of, I would say like five to six inches long. So we had this massive, massive tank. And um, we had three of them, and we called them Ed, Ed, and Eddie because we were stupid. <laughs> but um, one of them died because, like, we had had them for years. I think they they easily lasted, like, over 10 years. I don't know if that's long or short for those kind of fish or whatever. They were looked after really well, but eventually they started to die off one by one. You could tell they were getting kind of old. 
And <laughs> I don't know why my mom thought this was a good idea. And to this day, it's still something we laugh about. But we had a, like a little, is it called a chimney where you can um, burn things? <laughs> we used it for like, like when we would have like a bonfire or whatever instead of having like just a big massive fire in the yard it's like you can put it in this little cute chimney thing and it kept it safe and everything um <laughs> when one of the fish died my mom thought that she could just put it in a fire and cremate it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure you can uh Imagine it, it didn't work. <laughs> Not at all. Mm -mm. Um, I was slightly horrified, but at the same time, it was funny because it's just like my mom's one of those person or one of those people that like anything she does is just inherently funny. She's such a funny person. And she's like, oh, yeah, this this should work. <laughs> and I remember being so young, probably like I'm saying so young, I was probably like 12 which feels super young to me because i feel so old now but i remember being like my mom is the adult here and i'm like she's she's wrong <laughs> this isn't gonna work um <laughs> so she puts it in she's she's already got a fire going she's like right it's time let's put it in she puts it in and about like 10 minutes go by and she checks and it's not gone and we can smell fish. <laughs> and we're not the only ones that can smell fish. Because what has happened is while this is cooking, because it's just cooking, it isn't cremating, it is cooking, seagulls have decided to surround us. They are flying above us. They are making the loudest noise ever. And I'm like, oh no, this isn't good. And the fire starts to go out, and the thing isn't, it's, the goldfish isn't gone. It's just kind of cooked. And <laughs> it starts to rain, like really, really torrential rain. And my mom is like, oops, is that an omen? <laughs> so we're like, we can't like get the fire to start going again. And we're like, okay, we're just going to have to go in the house and just leave it for now. Smoldering. <laughs> And <laughs> we look out the window like five minutes later. Actually, I don't even think it was five minutes later. It was like a few minutes later. And the seagulls are literally burning themselves to like pull open this little door. And <laughs> they pull out my goldfish that's like charred. <laughs> it's like charred to perfection for them. And they just start eating it. <laughs> my little goldfish, or not even little, my big goldfish that has just died is now <laughs> bird food. <laughs> and yeah, my mom learned that when the other two would eventually die, like uh, I think like a year or two later, not to burn it but to bury it because you could not, you could not flush this thing down the toilet. It was too big, <laughs> but yeah. Um, never try to cremate a goldfish in your backyard. 
It will not work. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> uh, yep. My mother. <laughs> Another pet that I had growing up, or actually I had two or three. Um, I had hamsters. <laughs> and I loved them. I, I Like I said, I love pretty much all pets. I There's not an animal on this planet that I don't like, I don't think. But <laughs> we had this really, it was like a cool cage for this one particular hamster, um, Fluffy, which was such a stupid name for a hamster. It's like, I was so uncreative. Um, but it was this really cool, it was like a, like a kind of traditional rectangle, but it had all these like tubes and stuff, like the, there are little tunnels that came like out and like back into the main square or rectangle. So basically just so like the hamster had somewhere to run around and stuff <laughs> and it had this one little secondary box attached that had a bed in it <laughs> but the way it was like it was just not designed well the way these tunnels and stuff connected like when you build the cage it's like a twist and lock and it's gonna be hard to kind of describe this but though this little bed it was like maybe a couple inches like wide it was like a little box that came off kind of like an arm of like a like a cactus almost <laughs> so it's like this little curved tunnel that goes up it's just a couple inches long and <laughs> it doesn't have any kind of support so basically the hamster somehow figured this out because hamsters are so smart that if it ran up the tunnel and or if it yeah if it goes inside the tunnel into the little box and runs and bangs off of the opposite side of the box that it would twist the whole this like the tunnel that comes out the side it would twist it and unlock and it would just fall off <laughs> so the hamster kept getting out and we didn't know why because we hadn't figured this out yet it was one time that we actually saw it happen that we were like oh this little shit has figured out how to unlock the thing i think we actually had to like tape the, the lock system so they wouldn't twist and come off anymore but he kept getting out and we're like we'd be sitting and like we just see a hamster walk along the floor which if you have cats, is not a good thing. Actually, a few times the cats did see the hamster and they weren't, they didn't do anything bad. They didn't try and kill it. They were just kind of like, like, what the, what the fuck is that? <laughs> they would like sniff it and kind of jump back. They'd be like, oh, what is that? Um, and I think it was because we had those, like the ball that you'd put a hamster in and run and the hamster would always go in the ball and just fly at the cat. So the cats were scared of the hamster basically. <laughs> but um, this one time Fluffy got out and we had noticed, not because we had seen him, but because we had saw the little bed was not attached to the cage. And we checked in. We're like, oh, shit, he's not in it. So we check everywhere. We check under the under the beds, under everything, basically. And we can't find him. And we didn't find him. We literally had to go to bed that night and just be like, uh, hope he turns up. <laughs> uh we were kind of, like, worried about the cats because we're like, mm, what if the cats, like, get them for a long period of time? Will they act differently? But it was, like, there was nothing we could do. We spent hours looking for this hamster, and I was kind of, like, accepting the fate that it might not come back. Because I'm like, what if it's in the floorboards or whatever? Because there was a few, because this was kind of just after we had moved into this house, so we were doing renovations, and there was a few spots in the house that were, like, kind of under construction, if you want. Um... <laughs> And we think that he somehow got into one of these spaces, got under the flooring, 
and went in the chimney because he came out covered in black soot. <laughs> this was like a really cute little beige hamster that came out black and it was soot and it took so much to get it off. We had to get like a little toothbrush and like try and clean him off. It was just chaotic. But yeah, eventually one time we were sitting and that's when we saw him run and bang off the other side of the, the little box and it made the whole thing like turn and unscrew so we figured out that the little shit was getting out doing that <laughs> um i think i had three hamsters i think we, we had fluffy nibbles and i want to say bolt because the movie bolt came out and i liked it <laughs> apparently <laughs> um i will leave with one last story and this happened a couple weeks ago actually less than two weeks ago and this is the sort of thing that I thought only happened in, like, Facebook videos and, like, stupid videos that you see on the internet. And you're like, that would never happen to me. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> so, Simon was feeling a little bit sick one day and had a accident of the poopy kind. <laughs> Basically, he had a little accident and got poop on the living room floor. And I think I mentioned this earlier, but we have a Roomba. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel sick even thinking about it, but yeah, we have a Roomba and it's on a schedule and we didn't notice that Simon, um, shat on the floor. <laughs> And we knew it was Simon because he had a little bit on his tail afterwards that we had to clean. It was just... I'm sure there are other cat owners out there that have had <laughs> shitty experiences with cats, literally. But, yeah. So, our Roomba's on a schedule. So it automatically turns on and cleans the apartment. And it went over the shit. <laughs> yes. It smeared all over our living room. Um, it looked similar to the kitchen back in the UK at my mom's house um, with Elena and her little skid marks everywhere. But this was like, because like I said, Simon was sick. He had an upset stomach. This was wet shit. <laughs> That's just so gross. I'm so sorry, but uh, it was wet shit. And not only... The way our Roomba works is, like, it has a, a little fan underneath, obviously, that spins. But it also has two little arms at the front that, like, try and sweep dirt. So, like, if it goes into corners and stuff, it can, like, sweep the dirt out. Yeah, it was flicking and smearing shit all over the living room. <laughs> and I remember just looking at this scene because... I swear the Roomba had been on for like less than five minutes and I got, I think I went to like, I think I was going to go make a coffee because like I said, it's our Roomba's set up for like an early schedule and I got up and I was like, okay, I'm going to go make coffee and I got to the, the end of like our hallway and saw the living room and just went, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> So I had to, like, jump over shit, like, fucking lines of shit around our living room. I had to jump over that, grab the Roomba, and hit the button on the top to stop it. The Roomba itself, the underside, is just covered in shit. 
it's inside the Roomba, it's in the filter, it's in everything. I had to take the Roomba apart and clean it. It was fucking disgusting, as I'm sure you can imagine, a Roomba covered in literal shit. But, (laughs) yeah, I started this podcast with a story (laughs) regarding shit and came full circle, right back to shit. Full of shit. (laughs) Yeah, it was... It was not fun. And the best part is the cats were all just sitting watching it happen. And I'm like, if only y'all could talk. You could have gave me a little heads up. <laughs> not not how I want to wake up on a lovely Sunday morning. <laughs> it looked like a crime scene. It was disgusting. I had to bleach the floor multiple times. I cleaned it like once and then, like it was clean. But I was like, for my own sanity, I'm like, this. I need to clean and clean and clean. I think I probably inhaled a lot of fumes that day from the bleach, but better that than shit, I guess. (laughs) Good thing that we had uh, extra filters and extra the little spinny arms for the Roomba that came with it because the last ones were just, they were unsavable. You couldn't even clean them. It was just like, goodbye. (laughs) I could clean all the parts of the Roomba that were like, the wheels and the underside and stuff. I could clean all that and the compartment that everything gets sucked into because it was full of wet shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we turned off the scheduling on our Roomba. Not that that happens frequently, but like we learned once. I'm like, you know what? I will just turn the Roomba on manually when I need to clean the apartment and I will supervise it (laughs) because... (laughs) Like I said, that's the kind of thing that you hear, like, online. You're just like, oh, my Roomba smeared shit everywhere. And you're like, oh, God, thank God that's never happened to me. Yep, well, now I can say that it did. Um, (laughs) I have so many more stories, as I'm sure anyone with pets knows. Like, every day with a pet is just, it's chaos. It's fun. They're funny. They're so cute. They're loving. They get into the most fucking insane scenarios that you can imagine. And it's just like, it's just constant entertainment. (laughs) So yes, I have a lot more stories and maybe I'll do a part two to this podcast because like I said, it was, it's, it's fun to make and I have plenty of stories, but thank you. If you have made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, (laughs) if you have a cat slash dog and a Roomba, just, just, be careful if that's if you're going to take one thing away from this podcast is just be very careful your Roomba might might smear shit all over over your house (laughs) and it's not fun to clean up so yes if you enjoyed this podcast um be sure to check out the other ones that I've done and subscribe it's available on Well, I guess if you're listening to it, you already know this, but it's available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and I also upload the video of the podcast, so me filming it. You can watch me laugh at my own suffering. (laughs) You can find that on my YouTube channel. It's just Mark Hayden. Um, All my social media stuff is just at Mark Hayden. So if you want to find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, not Facebook. Why did I say Facebook? Who uses Facebook anymore? I don't. I signed into Facebook like not that long ago just because I was like, what's going on? And I had so many freaking notifications and it's just my mom. My mom still uses Facebook, but she's also on TikTok, which is just 
strange. <laughs> Usually every morning, um, because of the time difference, uh, the UK is five hours ahead. So usually when I wake up in the morning, it's just like so many text messages from my mom. And most of them are just TikTok links. <laughs> She's like, watch this TikTok. This is funny. Oh my God, I love this person. I'm like, I think my mom is more up to date with social trends than I am, which that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> um, yep. Yep. That'll do it for this episode. Again, thank you for watching, and I hope to see you on the next one. Bye!